0: Welcome to Gundam, I Hardly Know Them, the book club style podcast where we talk about, discuss, and enjoy, and make fun of, and also we love and cherish every Gundam series, movie, OVA, sometimes a video game, maybe a manga someday, who knows. Um, Of the Gundam, did I say Gundam? I don't know if I ever said Gundam, but uh, Gundam is the show, and my name's Michael. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 3. That's right, baby. We're back. Second half, Part 2. Deuces, Part duh of Char's Counterattack. That's right, motherfuckers. We're coming in hard and fast. And, you know, I'm joined by two of my favorite fellas. That's right. I call them fellas. And um, I'd love to put these boys in a little capsule ball and shove them into an asteroid. Uh, We got Christian.
1: Hi, you know what? I'm feeling like Geraldo Chapman today because I'm about to throw a 103-mile fastball right down the middle, straight into your ears.
0: Cool. That's a cool reference that we all get. And also, we have Simon. Hi, Simon.
1: Simon's typing. Uh, he's gonna type for the rest of the podcast.
2: Oh, and I'm James. Fuck, I'm J- I'm James McCann because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, a baseball into a bird and kill
1: it. <laughs> 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 what? Uh. Randy Johnson did that, too. He, Fuck! Uh,
2: Randy Johnson! I <laughs> knew it! I
1: was going to say, oh, shit. Yeah, Randy Johnson did that, too.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, fucking... welcome to the baseball podcast where we break down all of the hot trades um, in baseball. S- Simon, uh, what's your favorite baseball? Who um, makes it? What brand? What, what brand of baseball?
2: I like using fruit i'm kind of the natural guy i mm. like using fruit in a baguette and the base bases are um uh pan pizzas yeah uh, that's chicago how they style chicago that's... style that's how they do it in chicago
0: yeah that's how they used to play it back in the day like before cameras and and
2: all of the baselines are parmesan cheese the dirt is crushed Mm -hmm. up oreos the grass is arugula with a little bit of a balsamic vinaigrette on the top with a couple dashes of salt and a little bit of fresh black pepper the outfielders are dogs the infielders are cats the catcher is james earl jones the pitcher is barack obama (laughs) and i'm wearing a big cowboy hat on my head and i'm running through these bases in high heels welcome to a little play, how i play ba- baseball chicago style
0: yeah and christian can you tell me about your favorite baseball which, which baseball um which baseball do you love uh you know the hard
1: and fast Oh, you like them hard and fast.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: that's a good point. That's a really good point. Actually, I think that's we should a... wrap up. I think we should wrap up this episode of Baseball Chat with the boys. Oh, that's such a good point. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us, Baseball and we'll see you next chat
1: week with the boys.
0: So we're back. We're back to Gundam I hardly know them, and wow, what a whirlwind it's been. Um just we like, fell off the horse again
2: hey. we fell off the horse Shut we the fell fuck off up. The horse. no
3: we did not
2: <laughs> no no but we're back on the horse baby they tried to keep us off the horse yeah. but we're back and we're going to talk about the second half of Char's counterattack which Hell is yeah uh, um i'm really excited to because do. one I'm asteroid
0: gonna... isn't enough baby Nuh-uh. yeah we covered the first asteroid in the first half and this uh this asteroids for the boys <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> This <you> asteroids
2: <laughs> this asteroid's for the troops this asteroid's to the this asteroid's for the boys back home you know what i'm saying
0: and you know how we like to start these episodes off with a classic edition of everyone's favorite segment
2: oh my fucking god don't you do this i am it is like it's a new year bro it's a fucking new moon cycle
0: Everybody back home in their cars while they're driving, while they're on their run, wherever they are listening to this, they're all clapping and screaming. They're literally, they're sitting down and they're getting their iPhone really close up to their face so they can hear it extra, extra crisp. Why
2: are our listeners listening out of their iPhone speakers in public to our podcast? Don't do that.
0: Dude, anyone who's listening to this podcast is a fucking weirdo. So to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. All
2: right. Ultra be a, be, a, be a don't be a Where coward.
0: are we with Simon? Simon, what happened on the last episode of this podcast?
2: Where are we with Simon? I'm watching Gundam with my three best friends. Simon, I'm oh, lost. Help me. T- Tell me when my time starts. You are getting one minute out of me and no more.
0: Three, two, one, go.
2: Welcome back to the Gundam Universe. Camera pans down. We have Char Aznable on the, the big asteroid, and he wants to kill everybody because he's mad that they are selfish. Now we are panning back over to the White Base crew. Just kidding. That's a different series it's there is a girl i forgot her name but she is also mad she's pairing up with bright no bright noah and he is going to get him um so is judo's not here camille's not here amro's here um amro is going to kill char and um They are planning stuff in the beginning, but now we're towards the end, so all these plans are coming to fruition. Um, Ding, 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 time's up. Oh, my God.
0: That was so good. Like It's like watching LeBron James in the finals. Dunk on Steph Curry. That's how good that was, Simon. You really did well. You know, Simon, Um,
1: I, I was also thinking about who wasn't in this movie. You know? <laughs> when I think about Char's counterattack, I think about Man, who's
2: not in this movie? So there's so there's like in math, there's two ways to define a set of numbers, right? You can either describe the set the numbers that are in the set or you can describe the numbers that are not in the set. Yeah and I decided to I'm go with the latter. Yeah <laughs> But I think I did it pretty good. It We're was pretty good. um yeah, I mean, just to recap: Amro's in this one, Char's in this one. Um, what the fuck is the girl's name? Quest. Again?
0: Quest. Jesus Christ. She's on Dude, a. Dude, I watched.
1: <laughs> I fucking watched this.
2: I swear to God, I watched it. Quest is in this one, <laughs> and I hope that when name. You listen name to this,
0: one I, other. Name one other character. <laughs> just uh, one more.
2: Quibbly. <laughs> <laughs> you know the car- you know the comic relief Quibbly. <laughs>
0: that rascal Quibbly.
2: Oh, he's always getting into stuff. Um
0: Haros in this one. That, there we go. We'll take Haro. I'll take Haro. Yeah. Astonage uh, before- in this one. Yeah, we got Astonage. Uh I mean, we got all kinds of characters. We'll we'll get to him. We'll, we'll get, get to, to them we we'll get to him. So we're gonna we're gonna continue with the second half of Shars Counterattack and uh have a little outline that we'll go through. Um, but I did quickly wanna ask you guys, it's been a couple weeks. Um, what what are your thoughts on the movie since we kinda like left it? Have you all thought about it at all? Um, you know, considered just like, I don't know, thinking about your feelings. I know we all listening back to the previous episodes were pretty negative about it. Um, but ha- have you spent any mental energy thinking about this movie whatsoever is my question, I guess.
1: Mm, very little. Uh, <laughs> But I have been thinking about it because <laughs> I knew <laughs> we were going to come back and, and wrap it up. So I had to add something to say. So I was, I was kind of mulling around in my mind. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to rewatch the second half. So my memory is a little bit blurry, but I knew I do know uh the broad strokes um uh, of everything I do still feel the same. I feel like uh you know on the second watch, I did appreciate the artwork a lot more and um uh, and some other things about the the movie itself, but I do still kind of have the same complaints and and mm-hmm. feelings about the movie
0: yeah, definitely. Simon, have um, you have you been thinking about Shars Counterattack at all?
2: Yeah, I've been thinking about Shars Counterattack and I've been thinking about kind of like sci-fi genre as a whole because I've been like really into watching like I I want at in the evening, I find it it is very easy for me to like unwind if I watch like a sci-fi movie or something mm. like that. And that is kind of a weird like I don't know it's hard to like really pin down because I watched like Rogue One the other day because like when I'm like Star Wars is sci-fi and then so there so I watched that the other night and I was thinking of rewatching Star Trek but I just was thinking how thankful that I was that I have another IP that I can kind of add to that if I'm in the mood for sci-fi I can kind of add it to the register um but Char's counterattack has been nothing but a deliberating factor to go into Gundam for me now. Because I can't watch further, right? Because that mm-hmm. would be blasphemy because we're on this season. So yeah. it is kind of this roadblock that I feel like I'm looking for. It's like, uh, you know, those like really satisfying videos where there's like something stuck in someone's ear and then they like pull it out. And it's like, oh, that felt so good.
0: Oh, I hate that people like those. That's so gross. Yeah. The things yeah, that pull like the
1: earwax out. Oh man,
0: yeah, are...
2: yeah. We All don't right. need to dwell on that metaphor. That was kind of a Freudian slip on my behalf. Um, my bad.
1: <laughs> um,
2: but I don't know. I just think of it as a like Gundam, but this especially as a nice sci-fi movie that I can watch in the evenings. But you know, I haven't watched it.
0: Yeah,
1: Char's yeah. counterattack. If is really uh, actually very. Prophetic. Because if you think about it, if you were to relate it to the times we're living in right now, mm. uh I feel like the people who took the vaccine are like space noids and then the vaccine hesitant people and the anti vaxxers are like Earth noids. Okay. You Holy you heard it you heard shit, it here
0: bro. first. Christian wants to smash all the anti vaxxers with an asteroid.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey bro i got all three of the vaccines and i'm a new type now (laughs) 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 i'm a new type okay that like Uh, is there because it's weird to um like traditionally it's not very polite and sometimes can be perceived as like xenophobic when you start like tearing people like that into like uh you know earth noise but like the vaccine is a really like funny way that we can do that without being like or that like i feel like americans specifically do right. that, like like kind of tear people out because it is such a ridiculous thing it's kind of like how we do the same thing to like flat earthers to be like flat earthers yeah. are below human and and like, like, <laughs> subhuman it's like not oh, worth like, it's kind and of that's, brutal
1: that's kind of what's crazy about char right he's so deep in his convictions to the point that, like he's yeah, people on Earth they don't deserve to live anymore. Like they just nah, not dude. they're not worth existing because <laughs> yeah. uh, that that because he's deemed them such. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I don't know. Like Shara's counterattack. If you want to take it there, if you want to get all like, uh, you know, analogous to it, it's that it, we should always be wary of people who come along or are charismatic and think they have all the solutions right and then further skeptical when they uh claim that the uh, the way to get to those solutions is to eliminate a a group of people Uh, exactly but uh those 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 kind of things are emerging today and uh i think Mm -hmm. shar's counterattack is still like if if you want to take it seriously in that respect i think you can um,
2: Christian, you saying that made me think of what do you all think about this analogy? Like Char is to Elon Musk.
0: Well, I was thinking about this today, Simon. Yeah. And it makes me it makes me hate Char even more if we can like combine him with Elon yeah, Musk. It makes
2: me so mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's there's a lot a lot of similarities. I think that like the idea of like crazed tech um mm. like dictator isn't anything new, but like the current one in our our real life realm is Elon Musk. So I think that Shar yeah. can very much fulfill that. Yeah. I guess so.
0: I feel like it's it's just like a very like different situation because Shar is speaking to like an almost like a nation, but also just like a general type of person that's been disregarded uh-huh. by humanity. Um where Elon Musk is just speaking to like rich assholes i think that like watch joe rogan
2: yeah char might be more like maybe like steve jobs you know like how apple's um like message in the 90s was like rise above like um regularity and like all that stuff Mm -hmm. with the like 1984 commercial and everything
0: uh who wait who's like the german the german girl who travels around on a sailboat it talks about climate change and oh um,
2: oh
1: she's uh from I, I don't think she's german i think
0: she's uma from a scandinavian Thur- country
1: is it no wait thurnberg not
2: uma thurman <laughs> no i wasn't greta. saying um, uma thurman <laughs> Thur- uma
1: thurnberg <laughs> Thur- No,
0: uh yeah Gre- no 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 that
1: sounds
0: greta greta thurnberg no wait yeah last name. something like that but anyway i think that's she's the closest thing we have to Shar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like if she, well, I think I think the Elon Musk analogy works in that you know, Char is from aristocracy, if if you kind of mm-hmm. want to look at it, a space noid aristocracy, and so I think like Gundam kind of nailed that a a very realistic future in that the the we will have groups of people in space right and but those groups of people will definitely have these clear stratification systems right mm-hmm. you have this like the founding families right of of Zion that basically mm-hmm. are the people who rule space right the power mm-hmm. has been completely concentrated in these like few families hands uh and that's probably what could happen if people like Elon Musk start Organizing the colonization of space mm. and stuff like that, right? He could be like uh, the founder, or his descendants could be like the founder of the Musk dynasty or something like sure. that. <laughs> space, yeah. Right.
0: I think it, I think it's like a difficult thing to compare to real life because like Shar had so much previous character development and then has none, so it's hard to like. I don't know. Like I feel like we all used to like him, and now in this movie he's like so shitty. It's just like hard to really grapple with those too, because anytime we mention somebody i'm like oh that person like not quite i don't know like we just we spent a lot of time with char as a character in the previous iterations of the show right so
3: mm-hmm. it's, it's
0: just hard to grapple with like his character being so bad in this and like what that means for him i don't know it's a it, it's an interesting conversation and I, I do think that like i don't know what they built upon with the previous iterations of Char, just like didn't quite come to fruition in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I will say that I wa- rewatched the second half today and I was able, you know, by writing out this outline, pick up on a few things that I'd missed the first go around that kind of, you know, helped a little bit with the development of some of the characters. You
1: still feel so, the same way about the movie after your second rewatch of the second half?
0: Yes and no. I like. I think that I may have come to terms with what the movie is a little bit more than I had previously. I think it's just like
2: (laughs) sounds like you're talking through like your parents' divorce or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Simon, this is way worse.
1: (laughs) I see what see it for what it is now, and yeah,
3: (laughs) it's just like a lot happier.
0: Just, like, Char's happier, Amro's happier. <laughs> <just> like... <laughs> yeah, but we'll... I do. Yeah, I feel like I have more to say about where the movie fits um, in my mind and in, in how I kind of feel about it now um, as we go along. But l- let's go ahead and jump in uh, to a little, little action with the movie and kind of uh, talk through some of the plot here. Mm-hmm. Um, so where we're picking up is with Mirai and Shaymin back on Earth. Uh, news of the peace treaty has spread to the people, however, Mirai doesn't believe that it will help. Um, back on Sweetwater, Shar gives a speech about the colony, a place where Earth Federation put refugees from former wars, without allowing anyone to come back to Earth. He also speaks on his father, who was assassinated by the Zabi family, in the term Spacenoids, giving them, uh, given to them by Earthlings as a derogatory term. Um... So this scene where Shark's where giving the speech is truly, I would consider like kind of a throwaway scene. It's 15 seconds long and it's, I would say it's some of the best world building that the movie does as far as the, the feelings around why everyone, you know, feels so strongly about destroying earth. Right. Um, you know, and it, it does kind of, It's this weird thing with Char in this movie is because, like, this is what he's saying he cares about, is space-noids. And then whenever he talks about destroying the Earth, he's like, for the good of the Earth. And then everybody around Char is saying that he's doing all of it because of Lala. And it's just like, what the fuck does he actually care about? He never really speaks on it. It's so weird. uh, We can talk about it more Um but I did that's love a really
2: good point michael i would I didn't like think about how many different motives Charles was given throughout the movie like i i I'm thinking now and I can't pin one down as like what I actually yeah. think. I feel like my opinion changes through like as a function of time in the movie, you know
0: yeah, definitely, yeah, I mean every time one of it comes up, I'm like that's his motivation, like in this yeah. scene, I'm like his motivation is that the space noids were treated so poorly and he's kind of completing his father's vision for like Mm -hmm. independence of the space noids. And that's like why he wants to do it. But, you know, 10 seconds later, you know, a couple minutes later, he has a whole new reason for, for what he believes.
1: Or like, Oh, it's really about you and Amaro, isn't it? And then it's like, yeah, I I guess it is. Or it's like, Oh, it's, it's about Lala, isn't it? It's like, well, I guess. And you know what? Maybe all three of those things are the case <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's it could never be. <laughs> it's not clear to the eye like if it, it doesn't land you know what yeah. I'm saying like <laughs> it doesn't hundred percent you're like oh okay, I understand his this character and because you can have a complicated character with complicated motivations and it be clear mm-hmm. and it makes sense and it's thematic and it serves the story blah 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 blah, but it just doesn't quite come together for Char in the movie the way it's done. I did like yeah. the the this, the world building that you're referring to in the speech, I think, uh, yeah, we do understand a little bit more why Xeon has such a grievance towards yeah. the Earth, right? They've they're exactly. basically been second-class citizens, uh, slaves to the Earth, essentially. Well, not. slaves, But like, um, you know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, they've been Definitely. exploited by the yeah. Earth
1: for this whole time. You know, And, and he,
0: he even goes into, like, this colony, Sweetwater, is like, it, it's like a bunch of colonies kind of fused together and welded together, like an open type and a closed type, and all this, like, really cool stuff. And th- this is a place where the Earth just shoved us as, hu- like, humans or, uh-huh. you know. Because there was overpopulation or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, they just stuck us here, and they won't, I think he says in the speech, they won't allow us to come home or, like, won't allow us back on Earth. Like, we're stuck here treated as, like, second-class citizens, as space-noids. Um, so, yeah, I would say that this is, like, I, I this was, like, one scene where I really had to slow down because it does go by so quickly. I watched it two or three times to kind of try and, you know, figure out exactly what he's saying here. Um, but at the very end of the speech, and, like, this is, like, a microcosm of the movie, the speech where it is the best world-building um, and it is, like, the most kind of like insight we get into what's happening uh quest is in the audience and she annoyingly says well yeah i knew all that and it's kind of treated like a fucking like a laugh like i I don't know i don't know what this is supposed to be man it's so annoying
1: yeah it was supposed to be a laugh line as she's supposed to speak for the audience but yeah no, I didn't know all those things before, you know. Yeah, Maybe exactly. if I had read the novel, I I might have known some of those things, but I didn't, you know, I just watching the the anime and the movies. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know all that. They make the characters in this movie so difficult to like. I
2: like it so <laughs> it's just like fucking cuz I don't know I don't know many people, like, all the people that I like, like, don't really do a ton of, like, annoying side shit like that. Like, everybody that I like can, like, kind of reel it in, or, like, at least, like, you know, you can talk shit if they do, like, an annoying thing. But people in, like, we have to be so forgiving of just, like, the slimiest shit in this movie if we want to pick, like, a character that you like that isn't, you know... Like Amro or one of like the main characters, because like those ones are even like hard to really fall in love with because they're a little bit 2 d.
1: Well, with Shah, we're yeah. not exactly supposed to like him, right? He, yeah, um, and he kind of reminds me of, you know, figures like uh like Alexander the Great or Nobunaga who like uh you know are conquerors who accomplish these amazing things but committed all these hor- horrendous atrocities uh, along the way and weren't exactly. Yeah. Great people themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, but we look back on them as these like amazing figures, right? I think Mm Shar is kind of like one of those dudes. He's um, always at the center of uh, these major historical moments um, and major political machinations. And he is kind of a shitty person and will commit atrocities to uh, accomplish his goals. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet no, he still has this point. charisma and all this other all these other parts to him so like Even yeah like Charles kind of like design a... I'm like yeah.
2: looking at him like Napoleon Boulevard now or Bonaparte yeah. <laughs> Napoleon Boulevard <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah he's
2: probably a part more... of broken dreams but,
0: but speaking of liking characters like do you think that the the Tomino and the, the writers envision just liking and responding to Quest as a character. Like, I have a lot to say about Quest later on, and I have a lot more yeah. planned, but I think what Simon said there kind of speaks better to Quest as a character. Like, why are they making it so difficult to like this character that you're shoving in our faces? Yeah, the entire movie, and like basing like the plot of so many people off of.
2: I even um, seen a lot of anime to be completely frank like i've seen all of the stuff that we reviewed for this show but it seems like anime has this weird um this weird trope of just like horribly annoying like little sister type yeah character it's amazing that trope. not a lot of not a lot of other ips really have like i mean you know maybe children's movies might have that with like juni e. b jones or like ramona and Beezus. Um, I think those are maybe they be the same thing, or like d w and Arthur look at me fucking comparing anime to Arthur um, <laughs> Arthur's an anime Arthur's- um <laughs> but like in a lot of but this is like uh this is I think intended for like teens and adults, to be honest, like I mean that's mm-hmm. like a whole other can of worms we can open, but for our intents and purposes, this is like an intended for not the same audience as Arthur. So no. because I feel like people grow out of that trope pretty quickly, to be honest, like, I mean, you've heard me go on tirades about like how annoying little kids are and shit. Like, <laughs> so I think that I don't know, I would like to think that Tomino didn't envision this quest character being so annoying and like juvenile because she's an incredibly important, you know, character in the whole mm-hmm. scheme of things. You know, she could be like the main character yeah. for all I care.
3: She but, is, I but, mean, like...
0: She is the main character. Yeah. But I think that, like... Wait, yeah, we are speaking on, like, annoying characters. Like, we've talked about this so much in the past with... Like, even, like, Bicha and Mondo, characters we hated, but we grew to like throughout, like, the course yeah. of like, 50 episodes. Or even Peru, or, you know, the kids, Shinta and Kum. Like, I mean, for the most part, like, you kind of grow to like these people, and they, like... Their chaotic nature brings something to the story. But... I don't know. We can talk about quest more. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to blow yeah. our don't dwell quest not Yeah. I think yeah. We, I think we should just move forward. <laughs> There's well, we got a lot to talk about still. Yeah. Um. So during the speech, Shar uh, reveals his plan to drop access on Earth. Um. And he does a call to arms for all of the space noids. Uh. Shar forms a fleet of dummy ships, which are going to attack the Feddies at Luna Two. Uh. The Feddies believe that they are going to be disarming their ships. Um, while the Fetis are distracted, he will be occupying Axis and using it using its nuclear thrusters to push it into Earth, causing a nuclear winter. Um, while this is happening, uh, our boy Cameron Bloom—we lo- you love you—love to see him. He gives the Londo Bell some more warheads and helps Amro and Bright prepare for the battle ahead. Of course, uh, Cameron's whole uh, fucking driving force is that he wants Mirai to survive. That's all he gives a shit about. This dude is. So so like just wrapped up in Mirai. <laughs> uh as the Fetties try and bring in the Xeon fleet, they are attacked and uh many Fedi ships are destroyed. Uh Quest launches into her first battle and actually ends up killing her own father, although she doesn't really seem to notice. Uh the Xeon fleet retrieves the nukes from Luna 2. Um, so we get, we get a quick battle here with uh the kind of dummy fleet of zeons that we're supposed to be disarming at luna 2 um they basically destroy all the fetties and they get the nukes from luna 2 and we have um quest killing her own dad and my only note for this whole section is just like i mean like kind of a through line for the whole second half of the movie which is the battles are truly awesome yeah um and I, i think that Out of everything we've seen, um, (laughs) this is definitely Uh, the best fighting.
2: A lot of back and forth in this. A lot of testing with quality insurance (laughs) officers. But as it turns out, um, big robots shooting gun at each other. Results have pointed towards that it's pretty cool. So, yeah. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of good to hear.
1: Pretty. uh, The What what question I did have, I think I put this in my notes. uh, Did Quest know that that was her father since she's like a new type and I just figured I, like it'd be interesting if she knew that that was her dad and she's like, "Yeah, fuck you." Blam, you know?
0: Yeah, that's what I was wondering too and I got I went back and watched it twice today. Um and you can see like in the way that new types have those premonitions where like somebody's spirit like kind of goes through them <laughs> as they like kind of cross yeah. paths. You can see that happen, but Quest doesn't change whatsoever. At all. Like if she knew it was her dad, she truly treated it like it was just like, like she just killed anybody. Um, and I, I would like, you know, just guess that she didn't know um, or she's not like attuned with her abilities well enough to be to receptive to the that? fact that she, yeah, that she killed her own father. But, you know, I, I would have assumed that she knew, but from what I saw on the screen, I don't feel I feel like there's any reason to assume that she did. Head cannon, um, weird. Head cannon, she did. Okay, you think she knew?
1: Yeah, I think she knew. I want to believe that she knew because I think she's a shitty person, and I hate her. And I think that's <laughs> I the mean, kind of dude. decision she would
0: make. I mean, i I would like to agree with you, but on screen, there's no evidence to, <laughs> for me to believe that. I think that she's stupid, <laughs> too stupid to realize she killed her own dad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Hathaway. Um, Bright Sun Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. It. yeah, Anne Hathaway. And Hathaway. Uh, I think that's <laughs> the
2: first time we made that joke. We showed incredible with strain. That's it's pre- a pretty low ball, but like mm-hmm. we still all agreed to let it
1: simmer. You know, yeah, wait, wait till the time is right and pull well, it out of the oven. I watched Modern Love the other night. She had an amazing performance on that show. So. Anne
2: Hathaway fucking rules. I love Anne Hathaway. That is canon. That is real life canon. That Simon loves Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, if you're listening, come on the pod.
0: Come Come on on the the pod. pod. Um, Anne Hathaway, if you're listening, use your platform to... Get Kelsey Grammer glan- <laughs> no, 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 to promote Kelsey grammar to come on the pod. Oh yeah, featured yeah. on the pod twenty twenty one. know you have
2: Kelsey's number, Ann. Yeah, I know you guys go way yeah,
0: back. You guys go besties. I, I'm sure he's DM'd you at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Hathaway, he's uh gets his little mini mobile suit, his little cute little Junker mobile suit. Um, and he uses it to stow aboard the Londo Bell. Um, meanwhile, back on Earth, Mirai and Shaymin attempt to leave Hong Kong City um, due to the appending asteroid, um, but they are trapped uh, due to the vast amount of people attempting to flee. Um, so, Quest is aboard one of the Neo Zeon uh, battleships, and uh, she gets into like a fight with Nanai, um, like a an argument about God knows what. I think it was just what she was, like she wasn't wearing a normal suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets into trouble for not following the rules. So she leaves her battleship, um, flies her mobile suit out of it uh, just because she was annoyed with Nanai. Um, and the, the driving emotion for Quest's character uh, just seems to be jealousy. Um, the whole like kind of crux of this fight is basically that she is jealous of Nanai for being so close to Shar, and Nanai is like, "Why the fuck is there a child here, Shar? Like, why, <laughs> why are you allowing this this kid to like, you know, pilot a mobile suit?" Um, and to, to be honest, it, it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: like I, I'm sure she'd be super disappointing in her significant other, uh, a full grown adult. <laughs> pretending to like a child and also putting her in the seat of a weapon of mass destruction, you know, not very sound decision making. I would yeah. be uh, really questioning my my life and my Michael, choices.
2: Is this how you felt when, like, I was in high school and you let me run the cafe alone?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like <laughs> right, cool. Cool, yeah, cool, you cool. had.
0: You had the ability to control the espresso machine. Yeah, <laughs> I not. stole it. You left it unlocked, so I stole it and then I drove yeah. it around Park City. <laughs> I, I continually get mad at all of the kids for, uh, <laughs> for but I was just I was just, leave, I was just leaving the the cafe unlocked. <laughs> I don't know why I was so mad. But I did um, I did pick up on one thing this watch through, which like kind of helped me come to terms with Quest as a character which is that apparently in a throwaway line from Shar she has the ability to control the psychamu frame and the the fucking funnels and shit she can like do all that with her mind without like any um like enhancement i guess um which is kind of rare so she oh no she can control the the funnels without a Saikamu frame so basically she can control the funnels um during battle without having, like, a special... These truly are throwaway suit. lines. It's so, yeah, it, 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 it is so throwaway. It is so very throwaway. But that and should you be win. an
1: important fucking line. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think we found our main gripe with this movie. Like, honestly, yeah. you reflecting on all the information that was there, but none of us, like, noticed. Like, I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's
0: so difficult to, I don't know, to, like, parse together all the shit. And also like it spends the movie spends so much time with all these characters, but the all this stuff is lost. I don't know yeah. how. But anyway, this is how you have anyway. to watch this movie. You have to take yeah. uh, five pages worth six pages worth of notes. And <laughs> <laughs> <didn't> overanalyze it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the <laughs> <laughs> So uh so um, we got Quest. She's jealous. Um, I think the slaps her uh, because she doesn't wear a normal suit. And Quest leaves her ship to go find Char. The um, Londo Bell arrives at Axis and they begin the attack. Um, <gasps> a man, a man on Char's ship says, prepare for counterattack.
3: Oh, Whoa, he said it. He said, he said it.
0: it. Everyone in the the theater. The title shows up in the movies, like they put, the, they put their hands up and they start pumping their fists. Yeah,
2: yeah!
1: Counterattack, let's fucking go.
0: Someone um,
2: in the theater I was watching actually pulled out a laser and started <laughs> um firing it at the TV, which was pretty cool.
3: And they made beep beep I mean, sound. Yeah, that's
2: a really not funny
3: actually. this day and age.
0: Goop. <laughs>
2: not a good goo. Day and age. <laughs>
0: Do you remember when the Joker came out? and
3: No, <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck,
2: cock. I need to say something so you have to cut it out. Uh,
0: so this is the kind of the beginning of the end of the movie um, in a way. So this battle uh, begins at the one hour and six minute mark. Um, and I'll let you know when it ends. Uh, so we also, oh, this is a heartbreaking scene here. Kaira leaves for the battle and Ashtonaj reassures her that he will make her favorite pasta in the English dub slash salad in the sub. Um, (laughs) And she tells him that she loves him, but he doesn't hear it.
2: He doesn't hear it. This
0: is like, this is a, uh, a thing that I didn't notice the first time. She says, I love you. And Ashtonaj doesn't even hear that she says it. And he goes, what? As she flies away. So heartbreaking stuff. Again, oh you gotta
3: you
0: gotta really be watching.
3: What no? Again, oh um, the fast and the like her, but
2: like he wasn't ready for that, so he was like, yeah. "What'd you say?" And he then wasn't she died, ready. and he was like, "Dodged a bullet there." Yeah. Um, so
0: I wanna I wanna bring up what I uh, this is my burning question of the week. Play the Our theme song. Question. question burning question but it's the guy from Halo <laughs> triple kill burning, burning question <laughs> burning question <laughs> collateral
2: yeah I love it when Halo in Halo when it just pops up trivia and you get extra ammo <laughs> if you answer it correctly
0: <laughs> if you're leaving for battle and your honey is making you your honey astonage is making you a salad or a pasta firstly which do you choose Pasta or salad. Secondly, what kind of pasta and or salad? You get unlimited breadsticks. Christian, answer my like question. Pasta
1: salad. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Uh.
2: This bitch.
1: This I'm gonna bitch. Get my cake. I'm gonna eat it too, cause uh, asinaj he really likes me. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, pasta salad. Uh, what are we putting in there? We got uh, pasta. We got olives, even though I don't usually <laughs> like got olives, salad. We got olives. We got eggs.
0: <laughs> we got whole Caesar salad in every bite.
1: We got olive oil. We got things in there. It's good. Oh, I
2: that know- sounds molto bene to say the least.
0: Simon, what are you going for here?
2: I'm going for a salad because um, after you do a lot of exercise, um, I learned this from my high school athlete days. You shouldn't be eating a lot of carbohydrates after you eat. Um, If Askanaj was smart, he would have made her uh, um, a a pasta beforehand so you have all the carbohydrates ready to burn um, while during battle. Not a lot of
1: carbohydrates after I eat. (laughs) After you battle. After I I eat. After you battle. No more carbohydrates, but
0: no, no, no. Before Christian, I eat, after <laughs> before your it, meal, baby. eat a pasta, and then after your meal, don't eat pasta. Battle, yeah, okay, battle pasta. Yeah,
2: and that's how you Got go it. fast on a mountain bike. Um, but <laughs> I would get, I would get a salad, and um, I would put some. Uh, um, I wouldn't care what's in it. Um, as long as Astonage put like. As long as he was like, oh, I made the dressing from scratch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I would love it for him to like just make a house salad, but like he put a little something. Oh, he definitely in it.
1: made the the dressing oh, from. And
2: scratch. you already know I'm not eating the salad if I return from battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm eating a salad. A- you
1: know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a little tossed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And this I'll
0: is how it. this is how we harpoon in. Frasier talk, toss salad and scrambled egg.
1: <laughs> hey, we brought it back. We brought it all the way back.
2: I hear a stonash calling. I want <laughs> a, <laughs> salad, babe. I wanna make a salad, babe. I want to make a salad, babe.
0: Here, Astonash calling. He says he's made me a salad. <laughs> wow, this is why we
2: need fucking Kelsey. I heard, I heard Kelsey is able to inject that theme into any sentence yeah. and made it and make it sound smooth as butter. That is like,
0: oh, That's so his funky. Card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so good at it. Um, I, you know, everybody calls me Garfield around here. I want a fucking lasagna, baby. Give me that lasagna, lasagna, Call you Garfield salad.
2: because you like lasagna. You know that, right? <laughs> We call you Garfield because that one time when you got super drunk and you ate a whole can of cat food. You know uh, that, right, Michael? We call you
1: Garfield because you're an orange-talking cat. You know that, right, Yeah, Michael? we call you Garfield because you're a sentient <laughs> orange-talking cat. We
2: don't call you that... <laughs> In fact, last time Christian made lasagna, you complain, complained that there wasn't enough sauce, and me and Christian talked separately, and we're never cooking for you again. That was really rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All those Garfield. Instagram posts of Michael's pictures is Garfield
0: with mm-hmm. the human filter. Yeah, it's with the Michael filter. Mm.
2: Crazy. He's he was right in the, our ranks the whole the time.
0: Ca- the cat's out of the bag. Um. <laughs> chin chan 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 and hathaway uh prepare for the impending battle uh hathaway gets a normal suit and of course you know it he gets thrown in the brig because uh, he's not supposed to be on the Lando not Bell. Supposed to be on there Mm-mm. chan has a has a weird tetris piece on her waist uh a little <laughs> t shape. And again, in a throwaway line, I was able to figure out what the fuck it was. Oh, you
2: were! <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a T-shaped. It's a T-shaped psychamu frame, um, oh. and she wants to test its abilities. So that's what the fuck it is.
2: So that's what a psychamu frame
1: is too. Like we
2: finally a, know what that looks it's like. It's a little
0: T. Well,
1: from what I understand, a psychamu frame is literally any device that helps a new type control some piece of technology. Right. So that that little t-shaped just literal like a conduit essentially right
0: yeah what i believe doing? so so i this is i actually pulled so i saw that and then i looked up saikamu frame t-shape thing on in google and saikamu frame sample a t-shaped metal sent from october sarin who was in charge of the development of the rx 93 new gundam at anaheim electronics to chan aggie who joined Londo Bell to test the new material Saiku frame mounted on the new Gundam. During the battle, the sample responded to Chan's will by creating a spherical field, which deflected a mega mega particle beam fired from the NZ-333 I have no recollection
2: of any of this.
0: (laughs) So basically, it's a sample and they don't know why it reacted the way it did, but it did. Um... It did what it did, alright? It did what it did, so shut the fuck up and just enjoy the battle, okay? Midichlorian no council more questions.
2: off the chart, okay?
0: <laughs> uh, so during the this battle, Quest ignores the fighting to seek out Char, Uh so that when she finds him, she can tell him that Nanai slapped her. She's adamant that the N- Nanai is punished, and that's why she seeks out Shar. So as people are dying around her, and death is happening, and people are killing each other... Quest is still obsessed about Nanai slapping her, and that's again the whole driving force behind her character. Um, in this battle, any character who we know by name is much stronger than uh just the random people. So, um, anyone if you see a Welcome character and you're like, I know who that person is, <laughs> they're they're just destroying everyone. All the no names, you're just getting destroyed. Um. Yune uh, destroys Kira's mobile suit and takes her hostage. He tells Amuro that he will kill her if he doesn't give up the new Gundam. Uh, In his internal monologue, uh, Yune claims he's doing all of this to get a strong enough Gundam to to defeat Char and get quests all for himself. (gasps) Big
3: woof. Fucking
0: awful, awful
2: character you know it's not going to be around for that much longer. No.
0: <laughs> again, again, this character's whole existence now after he's known somebody for what's been two days probably hinges like on, on I'm getting her.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. I don't know. Like is it even two days a max?
0: Week? No, two days max. Like it cannot be that long. Like they're they're not going to sleep. I think we saw one night time. But it, yeah, all he's willing to. So he wanted to be cyber enhanced to be a better pilot so that he could protect Shar. That was his whole thing. Right. He's a cyber enhanced person. Um, and now he is taking somebody hostage so that he can get the new Gundam so that he can kill Shar, the person who he wanted to protect, also that he can have quests all for himself. Weird. Not good.
1: Okay, I'm going to pretend to be his defense lawyer. Objection. Mm-hmm protection yep. Your Honor. Sustained. Um, so the prosecution is trying to uh, convey my defendant as some kind of desperate lunatic. Okay? <laughs> my defendant has been cyber-enhanced. He is emotionally <laughs> unstable. Okay? His infatuation with Quest situational. Situation due (laughs) to the undue uh, alteration of his mental health. Okay? All right? So, uh, the prosecution's claims are uh, um, unfounded, unfair. I rest my case. Sustained.
2: (laughs) Damn.
0: Yeah, no, if I were to, if I were to. uh... Hey, Christian. Hey, Christian. Hey, Christian. hey, You want the truth? You can't handle the truth.
1: <laughs> but I did. No. Uh, yeah. If I were to like, you know, uh, justify his character, if I'm like Tomino, I'd be like, no, no, no. See, look, uh, he's emotionally unstable. He doesn't know these things. Right. So yeah. even if it doesn't make, that's how I would justify it. But, you know, if I'm not busy defending yeah. that. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean, make a whole lot of
0: sense. All of of the evidence we have from previous shows is that like any enhanced new type is pretty unstable. So, I mean, that's a valid, like a valid point of view. Um, But I, again, I, I don't think that like you're justifying this with other IP that doesn't seem to be regarded in this movie. So I feel like you're just kind of like explaining away something that like should just be better.
1: Exactly, right. and that's the thing. This it's not <laughs> compelling, right? It's not yeah. interesting. It's it's actually kind
3: of lazy
1: storytelling, uh, mm-hmm. when you think about it.
2: I don't know. The end of this movie just seemed like they were trying to wrap it up. It's like they <laughs> fucking. Um, like they were told they had two hours to make a movie, but that was like a typo, and they're like, no, no, you actually have an hour and a half, and they're like, Fuck, everyone oh, wants God. to fuck quest and we everyone's gonna die too. <laughs> everyone
1: wants to fuck quest and everyone's gonna die.
3: <laughs>
2: effectively what happened. That's a
1: good summary of the
2: Nobody wants to fuck Synopsis. Quest. Everyone just like wants her for herself, like mm-hmm. people want like webkins i i was trying to think of a sought a sought after item and all i could think of was a webkins
1: what's a webkins what the fuck is
2: that wait you guys don't know what webkins are
0: no no we're dinosaurs uh, they
2: are these um there are these small stuffed animals that have a code on them um and if you type the code into webkins.com you can Play as them in small arcade games. Whoa! So they're like really sought after. Yeah, and you can like name them and shit. And like. They're yeah. like but
1: fucking the, it, Digimon or something. Yeah, it's
2: like Digimon except they're like dogs and stuff. But they're pretty cool. I like them.
0: When we finish <laughs> watching Gundam, we should watch Digimon. Digimon rules. Digimon rules. Um, so, oh, oh, Amro oh, oh, resists. Oh, oh. Amuro resists Gine and Keira is killed. Um, it's brutal, and Armuro is then given a new reason to destroy Shar. The battle is halted, and the Londo Bell forces retreat and regroup. And at this point, we're going to retreat and regroup, and we'll be back in a minute.
2: Bye! Bye!
1: Hey everybody, uh, this is Christian here, and guess who else is here?
0: It's me, Uncle Michael.
1: Uncle Michael, uh, <laughs> you're looking good these days. Um, you know, I'm working on this podcast. Hey Christian,
0: hey Christian, Christian, I can't sustain oh. the character. I can't sustain the character. You I think can? we should just be honest with the listeners. I'm not. That's more of your thing. No. Yeah. Um, I'm usually the straight man in. So, I'm, I'm just going to be me. So, yeah, just continue, and I'll, I'll just be me.
1: Okay, what Michael really meant to say is that Uncle Michael left the room, and he just got mm. back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Uncle yeah. Michael and I passed each other, and he, he, smelled, he smelled like malt liquor.
1: Yeah, and it's only 11 a.m., and uh, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But we're working on it. Anyways, that got really dark. You know what? Uh that's not why that's not what I'm here to talk to you about. Listener, I'm here to talk to you about this year's show that you're listening to right now. Okay. And if you're listening this far into the podcast, my assumption is that one, you're enjoying it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, you're getting some kicks out of it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I get- would hope so. But I also want to be clear like if you have this show, uh the show that we are talking about, Gundam I Hardly Know Him, in one year, like in one AirPod. And then, like, let's say you have another device playing, like, I don't know, This American Life, and you have that in another earpod, and you're listening to those concurrently. We are talking about the show you're listening to right now, which is us discussing Gundam. That That's Gundam. I hardly know him. Uh, that's the show that Christian's talking about. Yeah, not, not This American Life. Not
1: the one in the other AirPod. No, this no, earpod the, right here. I'm assuming
0: that we're in the right ear. So that one. Um, that's who we're talking about. So, sorry, Christian. That was, go ahead.
1: Yes, Gundam, I Hardly Know Them podcast, okay? Uh, it's a book club style podcast. We cover the entire Gundam franchise, uh, movies, uh, anime. Uh, we might throw a little manga in there. You never know. We might get a little crazy. Anyways, um, it would really help us out. We love doing this show, but we also love uh, seeing support. So, uh, And also getting some feedback. So if you don't mind, take two minutes, tops. Uh, give us a little review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you find this podcast. And, uh, you know,
0: yeah. Rate us and give us a review. Send me all of your Bitcoin. That's, that would also be really helpful to the podcast. A little bit of Bitcoin, a little bit of Doge, a little
1: bit of Bitcoin Gold, and maybe a little dark horse cryptocurrency that might pop off. We're always open to that,
0: too. If you don't want to do that, then you know what? I'll accept a rating and a review. That's fine, too. I really want your Bitcoin, but if you don't have the Bitcoin, I understand. Just give me a rating and a review, baby. Maybe. Come on. Look, look, look. There's not a gun at your
1: head, okay? If you want to, if you want to, go ahead. Um, You'd be giving us a huge boost slash help. Slash pep and a step. Slash pat on the back. Slash. Uh. A good old handshake. How about that?
0: And by this point. I'm assuming that you already gave us a rating and review. And I want to say thank you so much. See ya. On the later time. Bye now. Welcome back everybody. You know, I hated to see you go. I hated, I hated that you You left, but you know, you know, I I love to see you go. Y'all got nice butts. I, I, uh, hate to
1: see you leave, but I love to watch you go.
0: There we go. (laughs) Those clothes you're wearing, those would look better on a mannequin.
3: <laughs> those clothes you're wearing
2: th- they they would look better on a statue depicting the platonic ideal of a human body <laughs>
3: Bitch <laughs> those, those clothes
0: you're wearing Those would look better on me See look those those clothes you're wearing These clothes you're wearing How does it go? How does it go? It goes those clothes you're wearing I uh, know it's like uh those those you're clothes you're wearing, like where the you get way those? you look.
2: They'd, where'd you get those? You, the because toilet store must have hurt mm. when you fell. No, Fuck. where those clothes look so good.
0: It was a woman. The woman was the doctor the, the woman, whole time. The yeah, woman was, was the doctor the, the whole time. Shit, the, I'm so sorry. It was a woman. <laughs> it was his mom. Was a doctor? His mom was the doctor. That it plays against. It's a riddle that plays against your. Um, uh, you think of yeah. You think of, oh, yeah, you think of doctors norm, as men, but indeed. it was actually his mom.
2: And that's why you brought up the dog earlier in the story. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Got it, got it, got it. Anyway, um, so funny, so funny, so funny,
0: so good. So we're coming back in. We're just gonna jump right back in. Oh, this water's cold. Oh. <laughs> hey. Oh, it's warming up. It's warming up. It's warming up. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. I didn't just pee.
2: I didn't just warming pee. up a little too fast, <laughs> Christian.
1: Dude, dude, dude. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Shut, shut the fuck up there are girls here come on hey come on man what is this like 8th grade yeah dude I'm pissing a monster load out of my monster
2: dick Like,
1: yeah dude my dick is huge man what
2: a, what a funny way to like spin pissing the pool like pissing in a pool like yeah you know how I yeah. can produce so much piss yeah it's cause my, my, my penis is so big uh...
3: <laughs>
0: My balls are so full of piss. I had to piss it out because they're so big. My big balls. (laughs) Somebody kid doesn't even know how it works
1: yet. (laughs) Bro, I could
2: fill this whole pool of piss without my balls are so big.
1: big. (laughs) Makes me a little aggressive sometimes. Dude, I'm (laughs) so
2: glad that like piss balls and cock is still funny. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting older, and it's just getting funnier. It's
1: like wine, baby. Potty yeah. humor. What? The gift that keeps giving, baby. So,
0: uh, Michael, where were we? Oh, do you want to talk about Shara's counterattack? Fine. Yeah, we'll we about can about do that.
2: Cartoon. I want to talk about <laughs> the cartoon.
1: I want to get serious uh, and talk about this cartoon, baby.
0: All right, yeah. yeah. All right, we're, we're, we're going to take it seriously this time. Um, While we're grouping... Shar speaks to Nanai and clears up that he doesn't care for Quest, while Guinea accosts mm, Quest, mm, claiming mm. that he's stronger than Shar. While Quest believes Shar will leave Nanai for her, so we got like a, a love square. Um, all of this happens while <laughs> Hathaway is aboard the Londo Bell, all because he wanted to get Quest back. So it's actually a, uh, a love star, love star, a um, <sighs> love
1: pentagon, pentagon, pentagon.
2: Quest
0: Quest speaks to Char about Lala and Nanai, and he says that he's gonna forget about both of them, and that's a fucking lie. Shar is a manipulative asshole, and I'm calling him out. <laughs> and he doesn't fucking mean that.
2: <laughs> he hasn't the goddamn mean word he it. said this whole damn movie. <laughs>
0: This is this is my this is the allotment. I've put this in the notes. This is our time to talk about quests, our grievances, air your grievances. Oh, because this shit, is where all of the all of everything conv- like convenes here, because we have uh Ginne, he's confessing his feelings for Quest. Quest is saying that she doesn't care for him. Uh, she wants Shar. Shar is telling Nanai that he doesn't care about Quest. He's just using her. And then Quest. Char is telling Quest that he would leave Nanai for Quest. It's fucked up. And then Hathaway, all he talks about is Quest. It's all fucked. I don't understand. What what what's going on? Somebody somebody explain this to me.
2: I don't know. Man. Okay,
0: so right now,
1: uh, I don't know if anyone listening to this podcast or anyone currently co-hosting with me has seen the movie Airplane uh you know the movie the 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 woman who freaks out and um the first guys like trying to shake her and get her calm down next person just, like <laughs> slaps her across the face and then the next person comes around and punches her in the face to get her. <laughs> and then there's just this line of people with the uh, uh with hammers <laughs> and bats <laughs> and <they're> waiting <laughs> to... <laughs> um but quest to me is 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 that woman freaking out in the chair and um <laughs> people waiting in line to beat the crap out of her uh that's all my complaints about her and um We'll just leave it at that. How about that?
0: you know what? I think you did a good job of explaining uh Quest's function my my thing, and th- there's a moment later in this movie where quest accosts um chan saying that chan was getting in the way of her and Amro being a thing as well and so there's almost like it wants there to be kind of like a new lala where we have Amro and Shar kind of wrestling for someone right or something but my pitch to, to Tomino for this movie would be, why not use Sela or a character that we already know and care about, who can then be the crux between two people? Because, like, Amro loved Selah, and, like, they had, like, a relationship. That's yeah. so and true. That's, <laughs> and that's Char's sister, who, like she's going to have complicated feelings already like an adult with complicated feelings about the two of them fighting each other. Cause she cares about them both. Oh
1: my God. How interesting would that be? And she would literally bridge the divide, right? Because she's mm-hmm. a literal family member of the Xeon family. And, but she like joined the earth federation to fight against them. So she's sitting like right on that line. She obviously loves her brother and has been on this quest to find him and talk some sense to him, and but she also has this, what could have been an interesting love story with Amuro, uh, which is hinted at in Zeta, mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong, yeah, um, yeah, that they Zeta. had a thing with one another. So uh, that would have been so compelling
0: and interesting, but we didn't get it. And that's what should have.
1: I, yeah, I completely agree with you, Michael. That's what should have happened.
0: Yeah, the one thing I'll say is that the one part about Quest's storyline that really worked is it really does kind of cement in your mind how shitty Shar is being. Um cuz he he does straight up lie to her like to her face, like yeah. constantly. I mean his whole relationship with her is a lie. Um and she's he's just manipulating her. I mean oh, it sucks 100%. and it's like really yeah. disgusting cuz it's like a child and he's preying on her love for him or infatuation with him. But that's like that just makes him a worse villain. And I, I don't essentially, know if that's really what we want. Yeah, it like sends her to her death.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty much. A young child, you know, mm-hmm. that he uses as a tool in a war. Yeah, he's a shitty fucking guy. <laughs>
0: he's a horrible person. Not a cool dude, this Char. Uh, so, meanwhile, back on the Londo Bell, Amro and Bright explain their plan to destroy Axis from the inside and they prepare for battle. Uh, Quest leaves for battle in a new mobile suit slash mobile armor called the Appa Zero. Um, the battle then begins. The final battle. Uh, Quest and Giena, G- Giene, uh confront Amuro, and Amuro uses his fin funnels to hold them off before Chan and also Hathaway leave the Londo Bell to assist him. Amuro kills Gine uh, in like a very um, like throwaway death Gina you know, this character who we spend a lot of time with in this movie pretty much gets no um you know pomp or circumstance about his death um meanwhile chan and hathaway confront quest uh hathaway tries to convince her to stop fighting um which we know works in this show obviously it's always worked um <laughs> Qu- <laughs> quest is mostly worried about uh chan and uh in her jealousy, stating, If it wasn't for you, I could have stayed with Amaro. Chan shoots down Quest with a rocket and Quest is killed. Uh, Chan then, throughout this whole thing, Chan's really concerned about Hathaway, who is close to Quest. She asks if Hathaway is fine and tries to, to go to Hathaway. Um, but Hathaway goes off and starts shooting at Chan. Uh, Chan is killed by Hathaway in her Saikamu frame sample. Lights up, emitting a blast, which tr- transmits across the galaxy. Um, at this point, we get kind of like a cut scene to different people around uh, the battle and around the like the world, um, and kind of people start to take notice of the battle. Um, leading to my theory that the blast that emitted from the Saikamu sample was like a empathy blast. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Very empathy, violent illusion. <laughs> <laughs> because people start to like help each other uh in some of the cutscenes. Like my then... little pony. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a bunch of uh like fetties from that weren't gonna come help in the battle, they all decide <laughs> to just like show up. They're like, you know what? Maybe we should help. Um but again not much explanation. I did. I did like a little bit of digging to see um, if there was any information on this, but not a lot happening as far as what that was. But <laughs> it happened. I don't know. I,
3: personally, I feel like personally,
2: this is a pretty undocumented facet of
1: media as well. To be yeah. completely honest, <laughs> this was a very disheartening moment of the movie for mm. me. Like when this happened when Hathaway kills Chan, I was just literally ready to be like, you know what? Fuck this movie. Cause this, this is not like, <laughs> like I was like, fuck Hathaway. What a fucking little prick asshole. Um, Dude, we're getting a whole live action movie about this prick asshole.
0: <laughs> oh, not live action, but they're making three animated movies about him.
1: Fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm sure he's a, a interesting, complicated character later on, but yeah, I, I, I was like, God, this is bleak. I, I felt really just like mm-hmm. Ugh, after that moment.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. I was like very upset about it, just like frustrated because Chan's a cool character. I yes! would argue one of the coolest characters in the movie.
1: Yes, <laughs> and to be and to be killed like that, like that was also kind of like
2: just like a toddler story... having a screaming fit.
1: Yeah, throwing a little tantrum and storytelling wise, it doesn't really I don't know if it accomplishes much. Maybe yeah. it does, I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, I feel like Chan like could have played a cooler part like yeah. moving forward, you know, like in a different show or, you know, just been a part of something. I don't know. I will yeah, we can talk about it more at the end, but I, I the Hathaway of it all kind of interests me. I'm kind of interested to see what exactly his character is going to, what's going to happen to him. But this was definitely very frustrating. I agree with you, Christian. I was like, what the fuck is going on when, when this happened? Um, but we do, we get an opportunity now to talk about, we lost three characters, Giana, um, who to me is just like nondescript character. I don't know. Do you all have any feelings about him as a character?
1: Uh, not necessarily. I mean, like he came and he went honestly <laughs> yeah.
2: just as mysteriously as he arrived he vanished without a chance as much as he contributed <laughs> that's to how the i feel like story. all like that is a um a quote that can be applied to pretty much every single character in this movie like just as mysteriously as they arrived they vanished and they like vanished <laughs> yeah choice counterattack is just it's like self-sustaining ecosystem it's its own fucking IP. But I have nothing to say about Gini.
0: I don't either. And we Gary? lost... Gary, Gary, and we lost Quest uh, as well. This is her death. Um, I was cheering. Cause...
1: I was happy when she died. I was like, you yeah, okay. Sharon, fucking get I her. I think
2: that we need to look at this from a different perspective. Maybe Quest is a good character because she is so young she's mm-hmm. able to be the only one that can have believable chaos or something like that.
1: No, Simon, you're working too hard. <laughs> I completely dismiss everything you just said. No. Yeah, I mean, am finding it <laughs> hard
2: to play devil's advocate. But I like, I don't know, I just want to like her so much because her character design is so cool. Like, her haircut is so cool. Like, mm-hmm. asymmetrical ponytails, that's really cool. Blue hair, yeah. really cool. Her whole costume, mm-hmm. very very cool. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think that we
0: also stayed. her her uh, English voice voice actor very good. I very think that good. Her, I think mm-hmm. the voice acting in this movie is incredible. I think it's really good. Um, and I actually thought that there was a couple moments where her voice actor did a really good job. Um, considering especially how like stilted and kind of annoying the dialogue that she's given she was. gave a lot of personality mm-hmm.
1: to it yeah, yeah.
0: Did really good job. but i want to i want to just really dig into the comparison which we've made so many times uh with this movie which is to star wars and to me quest is jar jar binks <laughs> Damn,
1: dude. The uh, Misa, I'm gonna
2: have to agree with you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With you, sir. She is the Jar Jar Binks in that she takes up a lot of screen time.
2: (laughs) And uh, Gungan, I hardly know him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I agree.
0: And I think um, when you come to terms, it's, it's how I feel about episode one. Like when you just come to terms with Jar Jar as just being like annoying and you're just like, that's just like who he is. Like we all <laughs> know annoying people that are just around as you have to work with them. Like during your nine to five job, you have to like show up, and you see the same person every day, and you are like, "I fucking like you're so annoying." <laughs> you're, you're it's annoying, not your but that's fault. That's
2: the purpose you serve. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. You're not bad. You're not like a bad person, but you just you just piss me off, and that yeah. that's like it's like you mean
1: well, but I, okay. I got to deal with you, and I you know parts of you are endearing, but most of the time you piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Quest, nothing really redeeming. About her, for me, uh, yeah, I was, Whoa, I was, man. I was, uh, <laughs> I was dark, and I shouldn't be uh, happy about a little girl dying in a fiery ball of death. But this one in particular,
0: she is a cartoon. She is a cartoon. Is I'll, a cartoon. I'll tell you that if it makes you feel better, she's drawn. <laughs> she that real? It doesn't real. exist
2: or hasn't ever existed. <laughs>
0: That's like a really good way to dismiss everything we've done with the show. Like, oh, by the way, it's all by the way, just by the pictures. Way? It's just moving pictures. It's a cartoon used
2: to sell cheap
0: plastic toys. <laughs> um, and here we go. We get into it with the big battle. Amuro and Char, they battle above Axis as Bright's team place Explosive inside Axis. Amuro and Char leave their mobile suits for a short time, and Char follows Amuro through Axis, and they explain and dismantle each other's ideologies. Again, a lot of, like, explaining of, like, uh, this is you're not working, humans can evolve, humans will get better, and then Char's like, They won't, they'll absolutely not. That humans just consume I must destroy them. But not a lot of like real depth to what they're saying here. But also good stuff. All this action is really cool. Um, I really want to say that the there's a part where Amro sets up a bazooka. I love a bazooka, we know this. Mm -hmm. And he like rigs it up to shoot Shar as he like flies through. All really good. And then Shar has like these little handheld rockets, really cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Um we're not saying enough the cool things and that's my fault and i'm sorry after returning to their mobile suits amuro absolutely works char and the sazabi is destroyed the sazabi cool mobile suit amuro just fucking runs train on him and um the sazabi does not last long it's it's a really cool battle but um i don't know i really know. want to re- watch all clearly... the
1: action sequences of the movie and just all edited together, because uh, they were all pretty amazing. And um, an anime music. Did, okay, I want to ask you all this question: Do we have to get out of the Gundam and have the hand-to-hand combat just like yes. we did in? Yes. In you, every okay. other,
0: in every single, there's not one single final battle we've seen in 0079, You know, they get out and they kiss helmets. We love it. It's the best part of the what whole show.
3: Saying?
2: fucking talking to i they do need to do that christian because i was talking to someone the other day and i was talking about gundam like an idiot and they were like (laughs) oh i didn't realize that there were people inside of those big robots what yeah so we need to we need to reinforce that that they are being driven by small men that have flesh Mm -hmm. bodies and the hand-to-hand combat is the purest form of
0: combat exactly yes um and then in, at the end of Zeta, we have Haman, uh, Sirocco, uh, Quatro, slash Char, and Camille. They're all fighting hand-hand. They're to hand. all going at, They're at it. They're running around inside that mega particle cannon or whatever the fuck. And then in Double Zeta, Haman and Judo get out and have a discussion at one point and just, you know, try and clear the air. It's part of it. It's part of a final battle. Yeah. You it's gotta get out. It's a tradition. You gotta, you gotta out out. remind each other that, they're, that you're human, it's just part of it. Yeah, it's a tradition, but I agree, it, it is kind of weird, like in the middle of a battle. But maybe it kind of gives it a little bit of that dynamics that you need, where it's just not the same thing over and over again. Um, so you kind of, you right. kind of want to switch it up a little bit. Um, so Axis is blown into two pieces, um, by all of the explosives that the uh, Fettis placed but it's revealed that this was Char's plan the The whole time. time.
2: These rat fucking bastards.
0: As the back back half of Axis still falls to Earth. Amaro attempts to push back half of Axis uh, out of the gravitational pull. Uh, A light is emitted from Chan's Psycho Frame sample, And it pulls all these Fetties and even some Neo Zeon dudes come to help Amuro push Axis back into space. Why the fuck do the Neo Zeon dudes help? It makes no sense. And he even says, like, what are you guys doing? And they say, we don't want to see the Earth destroyed. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) You've literally been
1: dying to have that happen up until this point. (laughs) And then they sacrificed their lives for the exact opposite thing.
2: Fucking end of a Christmas movie. <laughs>
1: <Looks> <laughs> and, but like then it's like be a after good all year that, after all. Right? It's supposed <laughs> to be a feel good, like, oh humanity. Yeah. But then there's still not a good result out of it.
0: <laughs> <It's> no. Like... <laughs> um uh, that part was funny. while this is happening. <laughs> while this is happening, Amro and Shar argue about Quest and Lala. <laughs> Uh, the green light emitted from the psychoframe pushes access away from earth and immediately the credits begin to roll. Um, <laughs> just so you know, I sat through the whole credits today, hoping that fucking like Samuel L. Jackson comes through in a post-credit sequence or some shit and explains scenes. what the, what the fuck is <laughs> happening. But there is no post post-credit scene. Oh man. So I have a couple questions. Um, obviously. Sounds like it. Sh- Shar and Amaro, they're dead, right? Mm, more likely. Amaro. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, but
2: they're like, not dead.
1: We don't see a body. We don't see no body. Yeah.
2: Okay? Yeah. Christian, at risk of having to eat another Subway sandwich, I think that he's not, he, he's never going to say <laughs> someone is dead now.
0: Another. <laughs> Another subway. He hasn't eaten the first one yet. <laughs> oh yeah, almost got away. I don't think you're dead. I think
2: like I don't know. That's um I've seen a couple other like animated movies wrap up this way. And I think that it might just be a um a tradition not like a tradition, but like an unfortunate result of making mm-hmm. an animated movie in that you're making it in real time like, you're kind of polishing it all out at the same time rather than, you know, live action being, like, uh-huh. we have to shoot it all and then do this and then do this and then do this, that inevitably the end is always going to feel rushed. I mean, like, that's how, like, a lot of video games are, right? Like, you know, they spend a lot of time developing the mechanics, but then the end is just, like, thrown in there. I think that was just, like, a... De- or... The way I'm justifying the... All of, like, these bad opinions we have in the movies, I'm looking at it as, like, a fucking, like, an animation studio running out of time. Like, that is the only logical explanation I can mm-hmm. find for, like, how much of a clusterfuck this was. And, yeah. like, like I'm bringing it back into the real human world, you know what I'm saying?
0: Like but, Game of Thrones, like you're explaining away, like the end of Game of Thrones, where it's just yeah. like, it was like they didn't have the books to go off of anymore, they only had like six episodes to they do. They crammed exactly. three seasons into one or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that doesn't make it any better, but it also is just like it's the same. But I don't
2: know, I mean. yeah, I don't know if like finding comfort and
1: explanation is even that helpful. But... <laughs> Michael, can I throw a question right back at you and to you, Simon?
0: Fucking throw it over the plate, bring it back to baseball, smash it out of the park. Let's go. Here you go. Hamburger um, hot dog. For the listeners, I'm pointing into the sky where I'm going to hit this. The question.
1: Like Babe Ruth. Oh. Yeah. What do you think about the choice not to show, uh, their bodies like disintegrate or the mobile suits actually blow up or like to actually watch? Why? Did, what do you think about the choice not to show that and to just cut right to the credits?
0: To be honest, I'm baffled by it, because I knew that that was going to happen, but today I was still, <laughs> like, surprised by how quickly... it go- Like, it doesn't cut to anything. No. Like, they just... Like, they they disappear into green. I don't even think anyone says, like, yeah, we're safe. Like, we don't see Bright. We don't go see Hathaway. We don't go see anyone. It doesn't go to see Mirai. Yeah. Like, it kind of just ends, and I don't... I think maybe they're leaving themselves open to bring these characters back. It's kind of open end. I think canonically they're dead. Like from what I understand about the show, I don't, they don't, they don't come back at least from my understanding. Um, So I I think canonically they're supposed to have died, but I, I don't know. Maybe something explains it more in the future, but I don't think that we get the next canonical piece to this story until unicorn which is so far away.
1: Yeah, I mean um, which is which, absolute, ins- it, yeah, it may have been that was my first assumption is that it was a way to kind of leave things open-ended and have some flexibility if they want to do something maybe afterwards or whatever. Whatever the, whatever way Tomino decided to take things. Um, but That's the only reason I can see to make that decision. Yeah.
0: I think I, i'm i like looking forward to uh, for this episode i didn't want to do too much research because i kinda wanted to leave that for our last <laughs> episode on this um or our next kind of our next episode talking about the movie but i do i do think there's like a lot of research that we could do to try and find out you know without spoiling the future right kind of what this ending <clears throat> means but yeah from what i understand it's it is what it is. Like I think that's the end. Um, but I'm I'm sure just like at the ending of Star Wars, like there's all kinds of like manga or books or novels or something that we could read to kind of flesh out what was happening after this before yeah. like, the next part of the story.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that would be cool. Like to to figure out some of the details and 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 some of that because sometimes the the side media. Uh, does a lot more of the really interesting world building that the main part of the franchise does. Like, for example, in Star Wars, the, the world building that happens in the extended universe, or I think what's called Legends now, uh, mm. is so much better than the actual, sometimes, yeah. in some ways, the actual movies themselves.
0: <laughs> Definitely. I, I, I almost guarantee you that there's stuff like that. Um, but we just we don't quite get it with the movie. So, I do, I kind of left, this last time I watched it, I kind of had an interesting feeling about the movie, um, which I don't feel like came through in the discussion today, which is that I actually don't hate it as much as I thought I did. Because I was truly enjoying watching it today, but still annoyed by the obvious things that we're annoyed by. Right. And I think that this movie can have, like, an interesting place in like how I my relationship with Gundam in the future. Like I think this is like e- easily the best one to put on if I was just going to watch something. Right. Um
1: and that's yeah. the thing. I would sit down and rewatch it right now. I would throw it on the TV. I wouldn't necessarily watch it as closely as as maybe I did the first time, but even for all my uh complaints about it, you know, yeah, I would rewatch it right now. So yeah, there's that. That I feel like that says a lot about something if you can definitely rewatch it uh multiple times with within a short span of time, that means it's it's a good product at the end of the day i mean that like that just
2: like goes to i i feel like that speaks more on like what is the point of art you know like mm-hmm. to elicit an emotion and like or like to change your perception on something like this movie definitely did all of that, so uh-huh
0: yeah
1: yeah for sure
0: i'm just i'm trying to think of a movie that I can compare it to or or something that like that you
2: don't I, like have, but,
0: yeah but something i i like but isn't i don't know
3: isn't i think perfect.
2: all the i think all the prequels are a good comparison to put it
0: like yeah on i'm the trying side. to think of like a yeah like a non star wars but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, i mean it truly is like honestly if we're, if we're thinking of star wars i would consider it more like the han solo movie which people don't like has obvious things that are bad i think i like i think that there are a lot of things that would change about it but i would still watch it like any day of the week because it's kind of fun and yeah. visually it's really good I, I don't know i'm trying to think of like a non-star wars movie to compare like, it to because mad apparently max all fury, fury we do...
2: road or something
0: Mad Max Fury Road is so good. (laughs) He's excellent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road is like I'm just one of my favorite movie going experiences. Yeah. Maybe like a um, you know what? For me, I think it'd be like a shitty James Bond movie, like Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Not good James Bond movie, but I still really like it and I watch it like once every two or three years. Because visually it's good. And it is just like, it is what it is. It's a fun action movie. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And so I just think that that's what, you know, my relationship to this is. Um, But I'm excited to kind of dive in. I want to talk to more people in, you know, that are a big fan of this movie and find out why they like it or, you know, when they watched it for the first time. I wonder if you, like, saw this, like, if you were younger. Because, like, I don't know, I was thinking today... If I watched this when I was younger and I had, like, when I had my Sazabi action figure, I would have loved it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been the shit. It would have been like, oh, oh all the, fuck. Yeah, all the quest stuff I just wouldn't have cared about. I would have just been like, doesn't matter. And then all of Shar like, I would just want Shar to be a villain, not, like, a 3D character that he is in the other shows. And then I was just been like, Amorous sick. He's so cool. He's like whooping Char's ass. Yeah, all, all we would have remembered mm-hmm. were the set pieces
1: <laughs> and that Amorous Char's ass. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But as much as I shit on it, again, like I'm actually looking forward. Like I'm going to watch it at least one more time before we finish up the season, and I'm looking forward to it. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess I guess <laughs> I like it. I don't know what how I feel about it to be honest. <laughs> Still come to terms with it. (laughs) Like my parents (laughs) divorce. Um, but what about you all? Do you all have anything else that you uh want to talk Uh, about before we wrap it up? I feel like I
1: said my piece.
2: Yeah, I think I've I've definitely feel like I've sufficiently covered this movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We got more. Well, you haven't yet. We We still we still have more to talk about.
2: I think there's other facets like I, I mean I started talking about like the real life I, I want to see how this movie like exists in the world because I know how it exists mm-hmm. in all of our minds but I want to see how it exists in the world more
1: I took a peek and it critically it was received very well which yeah. is really interesting I was yeah, I would have think... expected but I think both popularly and critically it was received very well um, that was a surprise to me
0: yeah same yeah, I mean, I was surprised. I put out on Instagram that we were covering the movie, and I had a lot of people respond and say, like, they're excited because they love it, and I didn't have the heart to say we'd shit on it for three hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're about to be like, oh, dude. And they listen to it and be like, man, dude, fuck these guys. <laughs> yeah. And immediately... uh never listen Look, again if you want
0: to hear us do you want to hear us talk about something we really like go listen to uh double zeta the i think the third episode when all we do is talk about how m- awesome it is like go listen to that because double zeta was so good i don't know i think it's okay for us to be honest and to finally dislike something so yeah i <laughs> <laughs> not a bunch of sheeple okay
1: all right? we didn't just conform
0: to that but I think we'll we'll be back next week, uh, with a more solid wrap up, and I might even try and get a little guest on to to be a foil for us. Hell yeah. Um, kind of you know give us a little bit more depth in, in how we talk about it or, or something like that. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, but we'll be back with a with a more solid wrap up, and then I think we'll uh, have some other treats planned for you, and then you know what. I think we just want to move on to the next uh, to the next offering in the Gundam franchise. So Mm -hmm. we just uh, we'll keep on keeping on. Until then, baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salad and scrambled eggs.
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Baby, I'm a bit confused because Quest, she's not a good character. Oh, Oh, baby. And Char is manipulating a teen girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tell him. I can't say that. <laughs> <From the background> <laughs> <bullshit>. <laughs>
1: manipulating a teen girl. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. So, but I got you
2: pegged. Oh. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scraps. Thanks. Hey.